0: The Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity. With your hosts, Mike Porkville and Greg Cerventi. Uh, yes! Great. Mike! How are you? I am all right.
1: a minute. A hot minute. Oh, uh a and... minute. <laughs> spoke to you. Um where uh we're back. We've been we've been away for a little while, we've been uh a little bit a little bit preoccupied. quite mm. had a visit to New Zealand. <laughs> he even visited Mike
0: he and visited. we were meant to record a podcast but we drank too much. So <laughs> <laughs> those whiskies those whiskies just kept kept going down. Kept coming out. I just I don't know what happened. Had to pour more <laughs> <laughs> we nearly did a whiskey podcast so <laughs> mike what did you think of those bottle of jamisons i thought it was all right <laughs> uh
1: the, the beginning was a the beginning was a bit, a bit rough but you know by the end it was pretty it was pretty smooth i was <laughs> really loving it really won me it really won me over there were some good performances all around the soundtrack was tight
0: yeah made me feel like a warm hug the entire time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, this is, so this is one we've had. We've, we've been planning this one for a while because we've been playing this since back in May. Um, last year we did a, a, a birthday special. Both, of our, both Craig and my birthdays are in May. And um, last year we did a birthday special, a special treat for Craig. And um, instead of talking about a movie that is, uh, as the name of the podcast suggests, Verging on Greatness, uh, we picked a movie that was just clearly great um, and just talked about it for an hour because that's a whole lot of fun. Um, we did Robocop. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that, I'd suggest you go back and listen to it. That movie is really fantastic. Um, and this year, this year Craig Craig chucked it back my way um, for my birthday in May. Top of the pick a brilliant movie. It's a movie I talk about on this podcast all the time um, because it's, a, it's. I think a, we both a, do. I, we both, both it. talk it's about a, this it's movie. A, up. It's a really solid reference point. It's so. Um, it does so many things right. And it's it's really easy to refer back to it and go oh yeah like they like they're doing that movie. like they did in that movie which is which is which is Galaxy Quest um, from from 1999 um, uh, famous Star Trek it's not quite it's not quite a spoof in the kind of Mel Brooks style as although you did say you watched it paired up with Spaceballs
0: yeah it's spoofed on it's spoofed done, homage,
1: it's spoofed though, done right it's homage yeah, yeah.
0: Um, um, and it's funny because. Like we can um, we can get into more of the the Star Trekky stuff at the end or later, but um, the Orville, which is um, which is meant to be Star Trek spoof, which is by Seth MacFarlane, yeah, uh, from Family Guy, is is in the vein of um, of of Galaxy Quest. It's it's spoof, right. but it's done with utter reverence and love right and it's, it's not it's not like a scary movie where it's just like this is what is dumb about this genre yep. this is all the things that are silly that we absolutely love and um it's done from a it's done from a good place not from a not from a just want to tear it down place so i guess kind of a bit like this podcast really where we <laughs> don't want <laughs> where we love movies we don't want to necessarily not don't necessarily want to tear them down we just want to go hey, this is, this is something that could have been or is so much better than it needed to be. Yeah. Um, and, and this is definitely one of those movies that is so much better than it
1: needed to be. It's, uh, it's Tell me, it's to say again how you described it before we started.
0: Uh, gosh, how did I describe it before we started? Said, that was you, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you said it
1: well, was too good for this world oh it's too good for this
0: world yeah this film is too good for for this world we don't deserve is how i described we it we don't deserve this movie we don't deserve, deserve, we as don't
1: a, deserve as a, it as a, as a species it is it's really, it's really phenomenal and i, I always i want to ask i always want to answer the question people ask me what my favorite movie is and i will say galaxy quest off the off the dome straight away and i always want to answer the question the the natural follow-up is is it funny if you're not into star trek and i can't i don't know because i amy likes as it i am does she yeah she's not a star trek fan at all Oh, um, well. okay that's good yeah i've tried fine. to make her i've
0: tried to make her watch star trek on several occasions um I, she's seen and by seen i mean she she did some sewing while i played Wrath of khan yeah um and i've made her watch the the pilot episode of star trek the next generation which which granted is a, is a hard ask um encounter at farpoint um but yeah she's she's not into it, it at feels, all it
1: feels it like it feels genuinely funny and warm and enjoyable it doesn't feel like you have to be in on the joke it feels really welcoming to uh, th- me yeah that's i am in on the joke so i would say that
0: i think um even for the casual viewer um or for the for the casual fan a lot of the jokes transcend star trek now anyway like the whole red shirt discussion um yeah. is is something that's well understood outside of 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 the of the, the the geek core um the nerd core um that that encompasses the nucleus of star trek yeah. right so like there's a lot of that humor that you don't need to be in the know to get yeah. um it's a bit like like this, the origin of batman now you, you don't even have to have read a comic or seen one of the films you know bruce wayne's parents were killed by by a gangster and yeah. and that's and you know that you don't need to be told that the world knows this uh, i think i think a lot of that stuff with star trek yeah. now is, is yeah so it's so it's
1: 1999 <laughs> when this movie yep. comes out and the and the um you know very high uh by the high standards of that year it's a really fantastic year you've got movies like the matrix and fight club come out in 99 um, so it, the it's got a, the Green Mile comes Green, out in nineteen ninety nine. Yes, Green Mile, which which yeah. is, we'll talk about him. We'll talk about him later on. Um, Sam Rockwell, um, who was in Galaxy Quest as well. Um, mm.
0: uh, so the it, Mummy, of,
1: Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Um,
0: God, it's a it's a top year for 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 cinema. Um, Sleepy Hollow, one of my favorite oh, Tim yeah. Burton movies, comes yep. out in ninety nine. Um, and and who can forget the classic, the instant classic that was. Will Smith in Wild Wild West.
1: Oh wow, was that in nineteen ninety nine?
0: Wiki Wiki Wild. Yeah. It was in
1: ninety nine. Yeah. Um and um so interesting an interesting bit of backstory to how this how this came about. And there is a documentary on this movie called Never Surrender, um, a making of documentary, which I haven't seen but you have.
0: And it was a while ago. I think I think the last time we we talked about maybe doing this. I think I had just watched a documentary, yeah. and I was I was like, "Oh, we should. This is this is worthwhile watching yeah. and worthwhile talking about." There's a lot went into this to make it get to this point.
1: Yeah, so you can find yeah you can you can find a lot of a lot of a lot of material about the way that this that this extraordinary movie came came about came to be. I think the most you know, most interesting thing about it um, is that uh, Harold Ramis um, was originally signed on to direct um and some of the casting decisions that he was thinking that might have been different had he not did he quit or was he let go i think he quit didn't he? he quit so wow. um
0: i think the studio dreamworks so dreamworks um i think dreamworks at this point is still owned by spielberg um katzenberg and um uh griffin skg yeah. um uh, so i think it's still owned by that lot at this point before they sold uh they did not like um they liked tim allen for the lead um so based on the back of a uh, strong comedy tv series uh, with home improvement um and he's just come off the toy story film so his his voice is well known tim yes,
1: allen is well yeah. known he must have done yeah, the santa the... claus before this as well right That would have been i
0: think he 90s. had
1: yeah so he I think he had done the Santa Claus by this point. So they might have seen, might have seen him as someone who had successfully transitioned from, from the small screen S- to large. Small screen to large. I'm, I'm positive he's done the Santa Claus by this point
0: because, or well, maybe not. I can't, I can't see it here on. I- oh, yes, definitely. Santa Claus is 1994, 94. so he's five years earlier. So but he's still, done, he's, he's probably done a couple because there's there had a sequel had several yeah he, he's definitely he's definitely mostly known as a tv comedian with with a film that did all right um he's definitely not a film star yeah. as it were
1: but yeah but that's the joke <laughs> that's, that's the joke that's why it's that's why it's funny he's a hack he's not a brilliant actor he's, he's not a, he, he's a, he's a he's a he's a convicted a, drug dealer <laughs> he's, an, he's a he he is like if he'd done He's the comedy stand-up comedy version of uh, Jason Nesmith. He he is, yeah, hundred uh, percent. So who was who was the who was um who was it that Harold Ramis wanted? I think Harold Ramis, according to
0: what I saw and read, was was Alec Baldwin which don't get me wrong i 100 percent see this movie with alec baldwin and yeah. in the lead in the jason role um i i and I, I think by that point alec baldwin was known as like a serious action star or, or serious serious movie star with with an action tendency like yeah. he'd done hunt for the red october there was a series of like action films starring him Uh, the getaway and and stuff like that the remake of the getaway i think that's alec baldwin um so he had definitely done this kind he definitely he was definitely a different kind of an actor in 1999 this is pre-30 rock so most people now when you think about alec baldwin and and sadly as of recording this he was involved in a horrible on-set shooting obviously Mm. um but um he's he was known as now nowadays he's known as that vaguely comedic actor from from 30 rock and he does comedy very, very well. He does very dry comedy. He's yeah. great.
1: Um, he did, he did but, a stint on Saturday night live, didn't he? Isn't that how he made his way to 30 rock? I don't know. Maybe I don't actually know. That. Maybe I'm thinking he, of someone else. Maybe thinking of somebody else. I don't know.
0: Um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely um, a very funny guy. Um, and I, I, can definitely see him in this Jason part because you, yeah. you're looking for that, that aging action hero who possibly got to where they are um because of their good looks. And um I think, yeah, Tim uh sorry, um uh Tim Allen is definitely definitely has the looks. He definitely looks like a like a TV star who's gone to pot a little bit. Yeah. Um yeah, he's very <laughs> he's very Shatner-esque. Um and, and completely it, completely it's so good. There's even a bit where he's on the couch watching television, he's flicking around and he finds his he finds his show. Um, and he, he starts reciting the lines along with the show, but the the show that's on immediately before that you don't see it; you can only hear it. it sounds like a like a TV cop show, and like for those of you who know William Shatner after Star Trek went on to be in T.J. Hooker, um, a, a TV show about cops. Right. Um, so like yeah, so William Shatner. So it's like I, I'm not sure if that's intentional, but um, but nothing happens in cinema that isn't very very well thought out. Um, so yeah, someone definitely was like, oh, we'll put a little nod to to Shatner shatner lore in there and we'll put a yeah. we'll put a cop show on so um, um so
1: also um harold reams also didn't want um sigourney weaver because he didn't want sci people with sci-fi backgrounds and and this yeah. is at the peak of into the 90s as peak aliens i think yeah alien
0: she had, the, and, the film she had oh, done just before this was alien resurrection, was that resurrection so which is the, the fourth one yeah. which is the fourth one yeah so she had she had done Four alien films by this point and yeah so sigourney weaver is 100 percent known yeah as that actress from working girl and Outs- yeah.
1: alien outside of outside of star wars and star trek uh biggest fran- the biggest biggest sci-fi, biggest sci-fi franchise, sci-fi franchise would be alien um, yeah 100 so she, yeah, she was very sci-fi and but just in the same way as, as tim allen just slightly different just different enough from gwen stacy that it's it's a nod but she wasn't she wasn't a kind of a a big tits sci-fi star she was a she was badass like
0: yeah so she's definitely definitely not the character so sigourney weaver ripley in aliens is definitely not the eye candy character that say um that that would have existed in the show galaxy quest like the fictional tv show galaxy quest um that's that's like uh, is it seven of nine um uh, Jerry Ryan. Yeah. Like the Jerry Ryan, like Star Trek definitely in the nineties had, had that eye candy character. Um, like half the, I mean, TNG, the, the next generation, a lot of those characters were a lot of the, 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 female leads in those were all very strong, powerful female characters, but they, at the same time, they shoehorned them into, um, especially like, um, Oh, I forget her name. The, 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 the empath from, t- um, TNG, um, uh, the, the ship's counselor like they yeah. shoehorned her into some outfits and it was like and, and strapped her and um, but jerry ryan was the same like very much eye candy sort of wedge her into the tightest outfit they can find um, but so sigourney weaver is in her career and her sci-fi career is definitely not that actress is definitely not that character um, but that's in fact it's in, in
1: so it's so good the way so good it's the it's, it's type she's could, cast could be, against type yeah, because be normally enough, she is a it, but it it plays just enough and it gives you just enough that it's like you're 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 in on it it's oh that's right this is all this is all make believe this yeah this is all made up and i I recognize that but it doesn't hit you in the face yeah and famously a brunette as well and so they they they
0: put her in this blonde wig and so famously curly brown hair um and yeah they put her in this blonde wig Uh, and she looks phenomenal like it's like uh, it's hard for me not to see Sigourney Weaver as that character. Yeah. But, hey, um, like I say in my notes, uh, Sigourney Weaver is the best thing about anything she is in. So, um, um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Sigourney and, he, Weaver, and, so good. And, of
1: course, they worked, he, she and Harold Ramis worked together on Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, two times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, that's... Uh, I don't know. Should we... So, so, the director wound up being Dean who parasol yeah uh, parasol no Parasaut, yeah who up doing, who did, he did the new bill and ted you, you were saying so he's like, he, he's
0: he's got this really checkered career he's done loads of television and before galaxy quest he's done no i don't think he's done any any feature film he's just done a tv movie not 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 just done but he's he's primarily a tv director um, and despite his background, he hasn't done Star Trek. And I, I thought mm. every director working in Hollywood had done an episode of TNG by this point, um, or, or Voyager, or Deep Space Nine, but not not um, Par Parasso. Uh, so the he and and surprisingly, no comedy either. Well, no real comedy. He does mm. Northern Exposure, which is a dramedy sort of a show. I remember that, uh, but nothing, nothing else really. Um, and then Galaxy Quest. <laughs> out of nowhere
1: it just it, it makes you wonder how much it's just the, the just the right people with the right space like how much the actors are actually bringing the funny to this and all he's doing is just just making pointing,
0: sure the camera is just, pointed in the right exactly. place at the yeah. right time yeah i think this is i mean without 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 i mean nothing happens on a film set without a thousand decisions getting you to that point Mm. nothing at all the the script is rewritten multiple times every joke is honed Um, on the set if you've got funny actors um, or people who have comedic ability oftentimes they are making modifications to the lines or they might give you several different takes or several different reads on a line so every decision everything that makes it to celluloid everything that makes it to the cinema itself when you're you're there with your popcorn a thousand decisions has gone into that and so it's it's hard to say that that this is just lightning and they 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 happen to crap into it and go well shit we better, mm. we, better we better we better capture this uh but at the same time like um maybe that a good director just recognizes talent when they see it and mm. goes cool now all we have to do is just push that a little bit great we got it um and i think i think dean one got a fantastic script so this this is good from the script um and two had without a doubt the best possible cast or one of the best versions of this cast that you could have mm. hands down like yeah. just alan rickman um freaking sam rockwell uh, yeah. sigourney weaver tim yeah. allen or all, tony shalhoub um it, tony all shalhoub, of them yeah oh so good <laughs>
1: all of them so so good the guy and, and i'm gonna forget his name now just demonstrating exactly the, the point that i'm making but um the guy who plays um tommy oh uh daryl mitchell daryl mitchell yeah, yeah. Who...
0: and um mathazar and en- enrico um yeah. Colata- colatoni um so so good oh even the supporting cast like uh yeah. even like missy piles in this justin long's in this um what's his name from the offices in this uh yeah, rain-, rain wilson rain wilson is is in a shot or two um the um all of the all of the uh what are they called uh, thermians are in the they're all phenomenal just everyone everyone is just firing on so many cylinders yeah they did um, a whole
1: they, they the thermians they like everyone who played a thermian I, I read that they, they did a whole like exercise of like of movement. creating creating the way that the thermians would move so that they would all move in the same funny way yeah yeah it's so it's so good Um, so many so many people just just commit committed to their job in the movie um so tony shalhoub's an interesting one um because he plays um kwan's tech tech, yeah tech sergeant kwan tech sergeant Um, kwan yeah presumably written to be written to be southeast um, asian Southeast asian
0: descent Um, yeah and tony shalhoub is is born in wisconsin yeah um so um uh yeah and he's meant it's 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 not it's not identified or the finger isn't put on it in the film but he's definitely meant to be like um uh he's meant to be playing southeast asian um and it's uh, i i read that it's it's meant to be a bit of a nod to um uh what's his name Uh, david david carradine in um in kung fu where he's this westerner playing an asian character and it's like OK, so they've got Tony Shalhoub play, playing a, a meant to be Asian character, uh, but they don't put their finger on it in the film. Smartly, they don't like the, the yeah. name's just odd. And when you see the TV show makeup for Quan and the first one like they' they're definitely playing at the eyes a little bit to try and, to try and give them a, a bit more of a Far East Asian look.
1: Uh, which is which is funny, but yeah, Tony he, Shalhoub. Uh, he does a kind of interesting thing with his character as well, which I don't know. I don't know how much of this is actually in, in the script or how much is brought, brought by the the actor, but he's kind of without ever seeing him actually take drugs. He's he's definitely of, meant he's, to be high. He's got a vibe that he is <laughs> he is stoned out of his gourd. And every scene and when <laughs> like the, when the the, the,
0: the when scene the, when they the, first first all appear on the ship and um uh, sam rockwell just screams and uh everyone's kind of got that stunned mullet look about them and tony shalhoub turns up and he is just living for it he's yeah. just like oh this is great uh and what's wrong with them and and tim allen's like i don't know let's go and, and off they go <laughs> oh, tony shalhoub tony shalhoub yeah. um so, so good. It so
1: is. <laughs> he, he has one of the. He has one of the best. One of my favourite lines, which is, it's 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 not really like, it's 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 by, it's far from the funniest line in the movie, but it's it's the movie that I just I really really love, and it's a line it's a line that I I repeat all the time when he when he drops he beams Gregnak into the room with all of the guards <laughs> and the rock us killing all the guards and he says it's the simple things in life you treasure. <laughs> my
0: favorite my favorite is the um like they have pulled the whole uh, start a fight to cause a diversion um between Tim Allen and Alan Rickman and um they end up getting the two guards locked in the in the uh, airlock and then um, It looks like it's all gonna go poorly but then the door comes down and they get evacuated into space and Tony the camera cuts over to Tony Shaloub at the controls for the airlock and he said and he just sort of Deadpans it like in a stoner kind of I've had a lot of pot today way He says did you see how the door kind of stuck there for a second? I'll send one of my boys up here with a can of WD-40. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> this advanced alien spaceship we're gonna fix it with some wd-40 and it's like (laughs) (laughs) yes yes tony yes so you're right
1: there's they've they've obviously got an incredible amount of amount to work within the script but then the the actors are bringing so much to it as well i mean the story the story itself is pretty it's 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 pretty cut and it's it's It's, an episode of star trek it's
0: like a hundred percent it like it doesn't matter the story you could yeah. they could be reading the newspaper three, you know? i mean even three
1: amigos three amigos in space right hundred percent just have to play actors have to have to actually be their characters um that's right but, three amigos but, but it doesn't really it, yeah <laughs> like you like you say as as in star trek they're not they're not trying to plumb deep universal themes here it's just got to be enough um enough to tie all this talent around um and 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 enough that they can enough that they, they have enough to work with character wise you know jason he um i think it's um uh gwen and tommy are, are having a having a discussion while they're watching they're watching him and they they, they describe his character they say they re- he's in front of the fans and they say they really do love him almost as much as he loves himself he loves it's himself like, that's, Yeah. Okay, that's that's your that's your one-liner that just summarizes. Everything Describes that character. Everything yeah. about that character that you need to know is that he's all about number one. He's the front man. He's the hero. Um, yep. And that's and that's going to be his arc. And by the end, when he invites the crew up to accept the applause, then you know he's he's arrived. He's he's he's, he's, he's arrived. He's was, become a I team was, man and a leader. I was going to say, like, it's script writing one hundred
0: and one. Right, every character has a journey. Yeah. Where they where they where they have their where they have their arc, um, and it's and at the end of it, it's a satisfying conclusion. Like the Alan Rickman character, um, hates the what he's known for, yeah. and not not for being the serious Shakespearean actor. Um, refuses to say the line that he is kind of now infamous for, and then by the end of the film, he has accepted his role. He has accepted his part in the universe. Has completely invested himself in that part. Delivers the line with the gravitas yeah. that you would expect Alan Rickman to bring to anything that he does um, I imagine he orders Starbucks coffees in the way that um, in a dramatic way uh, The world is the world is sadly bereft his with his passing uh, like just what an absolute yeah. loss of talent Alan Rickman absolute rock star and um, and he's accepted. And I, I noted here. I noted one of the notes I made about Alan Rickman. This is in '99, so he is two years away from Harry Potter. The uh, the fame right. that his character would have um, in the show would he wouldn't he wouldn't get that until two years from now when he is in Harry Potter, and he will just be forever known as being Severus Snape in yeah. Harry Potter um which you know the world is the world is a sadder place for yeah. him not being in it anymore
1: you're you're um, right it's a it's a fantastic arc that, that, so that he has to 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 re like to accept that like garbage can still be garbage art can still be meaningful to someone oh 100 yeah still, they can take it very seriously they can take it to the particularly star and again star trek right it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not high it's not high art um but it is but it is it is beloved it's on beloved. on a it, scale it gives, there are people it gets people through their day it gives them it gives their life meaning they are excited about it oh so and, much so and and who's who's to who's to judge what's 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 better what's more kind of what's more worthy and that's his that's his journey and you're right it's start start so to finish he, he goes on there. so so good goes through Um, that through establishing that relationship and i was gonna
0: say i'm pretty sure some edits happen to the character which which doesn't which doesn't cement the transition so well which is it's a bit of a like you're a bit confused as to what tony's journey is tony Shulub, uh tech sergeant kwan um and it's a it's a clear that he's gone from being um like you know a, a serious actor to being like a bit of a stoner who's just kind of getting passed on his day but it's that moment of he says i'm not that guy um mm. when 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 the when the money's down and then um you know he sees <laughs> missy Pyle uh playing the alien creature and he and yeah. she's clearly into him and she he's clearly into her and he sort of pulls up his, his zipper and he like turns around and he's like now i'm now i'm in serious business like he's accepted he's accepted his place he's made his journey he's, he's committed himself to this yeah oh so good oh so good so good he's the,
1: he's the one who um who who convinces the crew to all go i can't i can't think of what you kind of they they accept the offer they accept the quest that yeah. jason comes back and gives to them they're all they're all out none of them want to do it and he's he's the one who says at least he's inviting us. Like it's the, yeah. it's that first, that first step on Jason's journey. Yeah. And, and, um, he's the one, Tony Shalhoub's characters is the, is the one who says, well, Hey, at least he's inviting us. Maybe we should, maybe we should give him a chance. Maybe we should, A gigs off. a gig, right. Almost in a, almost in a mentor kind of Yoda, yoda way. Like, hey, yeah. You know? Oh, so good. Yeah, he's, I love he's, it. He's a really, he's got a really fantastic spot. Um, <sighs> Hey, uh, before so you mentioned some of some of um, um, Alan Rickman's stuff being cut out, and that's that's interesting. And there's so one other, in addition to the interesting directorial change of the, the different directions that it might have gone as far as cast. Uh, there's there's one other, and this is this is any fans of Galaxy Quest will know this very very well. But there's another interesting kind of um, production um, quirk. That, that had an interesting outcome for this movie, which is that um, uh, just before it came out, um, there w- was a decision made to make some cuts, a decision by the studio um, to cut it down so it could achieve a PG rating. Um, mm. And I, so uh, according to Wikipedia, and, and with his Wikipedia referencing Never Surrender, it seems bonkers in hindsight, but apparently the, the movie that prompted them to do that was the Rugrats movie, which was... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, in 98 or 99 and that's not toy story nothing like that the freaking Rugrats, freaking rugrats movie It's the movie that that made them made them it uh, must it must have come
0: out in the same weekend or or close to that weekend where they were just like well um, if we don't want to be decimated at the box office by something we're going to have to appeal to to kids as well um
1: so yeah they made some interesting cuts
0: so, to yeah, dialogue
1: so the, the most the most noticeable the most notable one um is, is towards the towards the end when the um uh, jason and gwen uh the the crew they're on their way through the ship and they're in the bowels of the ship. oh they are, come to the, the crunches the crushers the choppers the, the chompers, which are the uh, chompers just unnecessarily um dangerous part of the ship part <laughs> of the bowels of the ship that they need to get through and um, it's the whole thing the whole thing is hilarious because gwen is saying why is this why does this need to be here and jason says it's here because it's in the show show yeah yeah, because it was because it's exciting but when she first (laughs) sees it they come around the corner and when she first sees it um her line is well screw that but but she's obviously saying well fuck that from the the lips she's clearly saying fuck that she's fantastic. quite she's quite uh, i
0: think uh, i think she actually mentioned points that out in the the never i think that's pointed out in the never surrender documentary is that she is quite clearly saying fuck that it must be it's, it's very it's very and she very is awkward. she is leaning into that fuck that oh, yeah. really hard she, she is biting hard. into that lip she is selling it hard and um uh it's uh, i think i think when i originally saw the documentary and we rewatched. Uh, galaxy quest is a year or so back i think i actually tweeted um at dreamworks not that anyone pays any attention to my tweets but i i tweeted at dreamworks um hashtag release the fuck that edition um <laughs> <laughs> or re- release the fuck that cut because it was high on the the, the internet ba- man babies release release the snyder cut
1: um yeah I, so yeah. they and the so because you mentioned um Alexander's character, and mm. so one of the, one of the other things that was cut um, is apparently, and I don't know if this has ever surfaced anywhere. I haven't made any effort to try and find this, um, but a- apparently there's some some cut scenes where they're taken back to their crew quarters, which are all again, as as with the rest of the show, based on what they know, <clears throat> about what their characters in the show would like. Um, and Alexander's uh, his setup implies that he is into some quite kinky s&m kinky stuff i don't know what that (laughs) i don't know what that
0: means so i think there is a deleted scene on the on the dvd which is um they go back to his room and he's got like a weird bed set up and um uh, and uh the i forget the character's name in the show um but uh he quillick quillick says it's taken me many years to master the the thing but now I sleep amazingly and, and Tony uh, uh, and um, uh, Alan Rickman's looking at this bed and it's basically just spikes and, um, and he's just looking at it going, yeah, I'm not going to be able to sleep on this. But um, yeah, it's, um, they might, I think so, they, yeah, they definitely. So essentially
1: exactly the same gag as the food gag.
0: Yeah, exactly. It is the exact same gag as the food gag. Do you like your, do you like your ticks? yeah i love them they're great
1: wikipedia kind of implied that he was into it like there was something something kind of in his character that
0: oh maybe i think there's definitely a version of this where where the character where the where the character um himself alexander dane is 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 into kinky sex but um that's fine (laughs) we're not here to kink shame (laughs) if you're into kinky sex good for you uh whatever gets you through the day floats your boat finds your lost tv remote um so (laughs) Um. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. Alan Rickman. Uh. What. What a powerhouse. Uh. What else have we got here? Yeah. What. A,
1: what. A, it's. It's. What other character? What other actor would you possibly want in that role? Playing a. Playing oh a pret- God. A pretentious. Um, english actor english actor.
0: <laughs> um. there's a line there's a line by the MC at the end give him a big hand everyone he's english <laughs> which is hilarious because like when this movie's being made you're just starting to get that that absolute um invasion of um foreign actors pretending yeah. to be americans you're getting the rusty rusty crows um and you're getting um Oh, his name immediately escapes me, but uh, he's Irish, um, and he was in a bunch of American films around this time period. Um, handsome, handsome Colin... actor, Colin Firth, um, but doing doing American accent, Colin yeah. Firth, yeah, um, doing American accents better than Americans can, and um, uh, and and it's funny because like at the time, like the cast, the cast of of uh, Galaxy Quest is predominantly American, with, with one exception of Alan Rickman. Uh, fast forward twenty years. Um, there's there's very few big budget american films these days that don't actually star an australian or yeah. an english person playing an american and you wouldn't know um, that they're american they're not american I, th-
1: I think it's hilarious that we've we've come so, to this point now and he gets he gets one of the one of the best lines in the movie as well <laughs> which is at the, at the at their absolute lowest point at the at at the end of the first act, just before they accept the invite to go onto the ship, they're they're <laughs> at the opening of a technology store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> by Grab that Thar's knows, hammer. It's just fantastic, and then he's,
1: he he delivers the coup de gras on that scene. He has to give us give us line by Grabthar's hammer. What a saver! And he has and he has to get nudged to do it too. Like he's, he's <laughs>
0: He doesn't want to be there and there's like there's a crowd of like 18 people like no one's there <laughs> they're performing to it there's almost more of them than there is crowd and, uh, <laughs> and yeah he gets nudged what a saving
1: <laughs> oh man oh what else? A good um, hey we haven't talked much about sam rockwell um, oh what's he, what's to say he so he also uh again production note also so he he was cast but he almost didn't take the job yeah as you said at the start the green mile had just come out wasn't serious enough for him he was wanting to wanting to really build on build on his performance in that and the success of that movie and um you know carve his niche as the edgy um slightly psycho um yeah that that but but also a little bit charming um, yeah villain yeah villain, villain tool tool person. villain yeah um but he, he wound up he wound up doing this and he's like he no he, he won an, did he win the oscar for the billboards
0: yes he did best, best supporting actor, actor. Did, i, I yeah. think he did i think he did uh i'll, I'll just double if check that the, I, I feel just, like he
1: did just seems like an actor who is good in absolutely everything He does not know how to turn in a bad performance
0: yeah he definitely so, um someone out he on. definitely did win it for three billboards yeah. out of epping missouri which is a fantastic movie and he is fantastic in that movie um but yeah sam rockwell friend of the podcast sam rockwell
1: yeah. um welcome welcome on here anytime and um, has he's just he's got the, the most m- maybe the funniest most memorable character out of all of them as the, oh, as, as the guy red, the nameless <laughs> nameless red shirt um building on that building on that trope that there's always it's always some no name no name <laughs> character who gets well who gets called down along with the core cast who's whose sole purpose is to die and raise the stakes
0: yeah to, to show how show how serious the situation is usually before the first ad break so um uh, it's funny because the the guy character guy uh, his, his name ends up being um Flegerman or uh, flagerman fleekman um and uh that's actually a bit of a take on a star trek the next generation trope because there was one actor who played a lot of red shirts um in star trek and he was like the stunt double as well for quite a few shots so it's, it's that that in and of itself is a is a direct reference to a very specific actor and um in in tng lore and he he did a lot of that like he died A lot um, in the show so yeah they didn't hire a different extra every time they just got the same guy (laughs) just kept dying and um and and uh, the the name in and of itself is kind of funny
1: oh oh it's just that guy over there don't worry about it so yeah yeah. (laughs) even even his real name is not a real name it's it's synonymous with anonymity
0: yeah but i like i like the 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 throwaway joke line at the end which is like when he gets a name in the show um and when he because he's crewman number six um and then he becomes security chief rock um (laughs) ingersoll it's like okay so he's picked a name for himself he's picked the
1: most action hero-y name he can find i rock (laughs) He just he lights up Every scene he is in, and and and, every, and the others buy into it as well. And and I don't know if we mentioned it on, on air or just before, but Sigourney Weaver's line when they when they're running away from the from the planet where they're getting the the the, sphere. M- the murderous vampire children things. Yeah, <laughs>
0: let's,
1: let's get out of here before you're before soft- kills guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: But it, but the best part is the setup. I, the whole setup is great because, um, like, the, the little wounded one comes out and Sigourney Weaver's just like, oh, my God, it's injured. Oh, hello, little guy. And she's, like, trying to go out there and say hello. And, and Guy grabs her and pulls her back and he says, have you never watched the show? <laughs> <laughs> they seem cute and fluffy now, but in a moment something will happen and they'll turn into ravenous
1: monsters. And that's exactly what happens. But... <laughs> So it, the way that everybody else plays plays off him in their, in their own way and, and <laughs> when they're landing on the planet and he's freaking out about not having a name. and, and uh, What's so, my name? So, What's uh, my name? Is it, is it, is it Jason? There's, Jason's trying to calm him down and Alexander's just rolling ro- ro- like, his ass. says, are we there yet? <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just over it all. It's, oh my god! It's amazing! It's absolutely, absolutely outstanding. I, oh, everything about this. Another is... one, as with Alan Rickman, another one you cannot imagine anybody else doing it.
0: Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, Alan
1: Rickman's the only person that could have been, could have been that part.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, unless unless you got Leonard Nimoy somehow to to come and do it. But I, I just I just love how the the whole Alan Rickman, uh, the, the Alexander Dane. Uh, trajectory in that and in, in the film is so close i mean they didn't write it they didn't come up with the idea themselves literally it's the it's looking at um what happens with spock leonard yeah. Nemoy. it's it's his journey because yeah. leonard Nemoy hated spock um yeah. and then it took him a long time to come to grips and just love that he is so beloved of so many people um so far across the world there's not a corner of the earth where people don't get that line live long and prosper and and do the hand gesture like it is it is so much that um it's not writing it's just it's just copying what you
1: saw in the world yeah. And just just taking so good. Just, taking just enough of a of an edge off it but but still and it's treating, just treating it like you said at the start with the, with at, the reverence with
0: reverence yeah mm-hmm. it's it, it's at no point it's no point laughing at it's always laughing with and um, whoever um, I forget the name of the guy who wrote it Um, I've looked at it three times now and the name hasn't stuck Uh, I think the writers are David Howard according to IMDB David Howard and Robert Gordon and I'm sure there's other people who um, who were involved in the writing of that um, who um, you know who who go unsung Um, but both of those people um, clearly clearly had a love of Star Trek and um, and when they were writing the the script they at no point did they want to uh, make fun of star trek they just wanted to say you know we come with love and
1: um, And i think that's i mean that's probably that's probably because they love it themselves but but people don't i mean people who love it know it's ridiculous but 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 not in the same way that people who love horror movies know they're ridiculous but no it's a different kind of fandom like you you said you can't scary movie sci-fi it's it's actually, it, it actually it's actually meaningful for people. It's not just it's not just scary. Uh, yeah, I
0: think I think it's like in the same way that Spaceballs, um, and so this this is again the Spaceballs thing with with um, Mel Brooks uh, and Star Wars. So Spaceballs is to Star Wars what Galaxy Quest is to Star Trek. Um, but with with Spaceballs again, like it's Mel Brooks, and everything that Mel Brooks does is is generally genius, um, but um spaceballs again is making fun of star star wars in in the best possible way but perhaps more about the impact and like they certainly go after the marketing a bit yeah. a bit heavier um so less about the less about the actual story and the contrivance of the story which is really just westerns and samurai films and space um and more about like the the juggernaut that is star wars yeah but but yeah, Galaxy Quest, hundred um, percent, does everything it does, with 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 an apology letter pinned to its sleeve. It's just a hundred percent. We love this product, and we just want to have fun with it. So, um, in fact, in fact, I remember reading about this in the research for this that it's included on the best list of Star Trek movies. So it's like number, it's like number seven. <laughs> so so the fandom the fandom reacted to it the same way reacted very very positively towards this because again it did it with enough respect and it did it with enough um love that like it is considered canon or part of the establishment even the um even the design of the um nte whatever the, the the designation and even even the name is is, is a reference to star trek that's nte not the enterprise um uh, so even that is even that is a reference but uh, the ship looks a little bit like the enterprise does like yeah. uh, so it's definitely done um oh and can i just say like the 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 uh, the makeup done for um general saris yep. um that whole crustacean looking thing how fucking fantastic is that (laughs) like that's 1999 um that's um oh his name escapes me right now but famous it's stan winston so stan winston does the does the 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 costume stan winston is is he unfortunately he's passed on but he's behind like some of the most famous movie creatures in history i think Mm. the predator is stan winston Mm. terminator is stan winston um every horror film of note is stan winston um he like just that look is is so good um the the big steel eye patch yeah. the grippy hand thing like oh my god amazing it's like so kind of magic it's kind of the spines that the spines up, that come up oh so good um and it's all it's all non-cg like it's all practical effect um and uh, and the actor uh, so this is also in a time just like unfortunately tim allen is the reason one of the reasons why um the death of the professional voice actor is is kind of gone because they they actually hire a professional voice actor to do the voice of saris if they made this movie today uh that would be a famous actor dubbing in those lines it would be Mm. you know it would be a chris hemsworth doing the lines you Mm. know uh, not that chris hemsworth has a particularly notable voice but it would be someone with a big name delivering the lines you know with a with a person in a costume on set um, whereas in this instance they hired a professional voice actor and it's better for it so mm. um, yeah you don't you don't need a famous actor to deliver a great voice performance so mm. um, so even
1: even the costumes are great
0: um oh so good i love this
1: movie so much um one other interesting thing just want to want to touch on um which is it's uh, thankfully for the audience it's not just me and craig repeating funny lines from the show but I think there's, a, there's a scene that really, really deserves a a call out, which is which is Tim Allen's the kind of the the low the low point, the second actor point, point where he Ceres forces him to admit to Mathazar that that they're all actors. Um and it's 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 fantastically written the the cruelty in some of his some of Ceres' lines, he doesn't explain. He doesn't understand explain as you would to a child yeah he's just he's so so cruel oh so and dismissive. good and t- tim allen gets that to play off but he's you know he's got to he's got to play that play that serious it's his one this is one scene one scene in the movie where he's he's really got to he's really play it straight sell he's really, yeah. he's really got to act he's really he's, he's got to really act gotta, yeah. he's really got to do proper act and
0: he does he does a really good job i mean you can yeah. shit all over tim allen all you like um but um yeah he sells it he's perfect oh, in he, this part yeah he's
1: he's good he's good throughout don't get me wrong oh um so good he's, he's great when he's you know the, the the ham the hamminess that he brings to oh the, so good the <laughs> um the arrogance that he brings to Nesmith is brilliant but in, in that one so scene where he's got to put all that aside and, and and the one where where he actually he needs to you know it's his it's his low point It's it's his, <laughs> um part where he he realizes that he's um he's 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 got to stop faking it he's got to he's got to actually he's gotta, lead he's got to actually he's got to step up step yes yeah, step up and actu- actually lead um this crew <laughs> uh, i am uh, um, speaking get, of tim allen uh, sorry I cut you oh, off. just just he's he sells that scene really well it's it's really on you know and i can't tell you how many times i've watched that movie but when you actually watch it back and and the the work that he puts into that scene um is is actually really on point
0: um speaking of good tim allen performances in this film uh, my one of my favorites is the is the initial scene where he goes originally to any he, and he meets saris for the first time and he, he thinks he's on a set in someone's yeah. basement um and uh he's clearly very hungover and he's just there for the paycheck and he's like he's like oh that's and he makes a joke about screensaver number two um and then like that whole bit um where he's like okay fire red particle beams fire blue particle beams both banks and while you're at it why don't you throw this at him killer and he throws in the empty coke can and um like that that whole bit there um all of that all of that scene with him like going where's my limo <laughs> all of that is so so good but like from a, just from a performance point of view like that that really he 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 really delivers yeah. the goods um,
1: yeah on on paper on paper that's not that's not that funny it's it's but he makes it's it it's kind of bland yeah 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 that washed up that washed up
0: um actor and even um, the yeah.
1: and, and even the, the you know the, the sight gags of the thermians what the lead the lead up to that of the thermians and he's hung over and he's in his underwear and he's down <laughs> on the floor groping around what a great honor under, under the beard and i talk about what an honor it is to meet him and... <laughs> he holds up a shoe can you find another one that looks like this and they also stand in the, <laughs> and look at the ceiling <laughs> i mean that <laughs> that whole that whole bit could be terrible like on paper you, you the sort of you can imagine writing that going is this, oh, is this gonna work or is this just gonna, uh or just him work?
0: noticing he's... him noticing missy pile in the back seat of the limo and um like he's trying it on with missy Pyle. Yeah. yeah he's like hey yeah. how you doing and, <laughs> and, and then she she does this the dolphin scream and he's like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so good uh, i love this movie uh, and there's a there's a speak i mean talking i mean all we're really doing now is just talking about the cast I, the other note i wrote down i actually wrote notes for this um i said here that alan rickman brought the a b and c game um and just understood the assignment 110 percent, and that was to do with the the death scene of um Quillock, where he uh by grab hammer you will be avenged and he, yeah. he just pulls out this shakespearean performance where he's just eating the scenery um just salt and peppering everything and tearing strips off and um so good and then he goes over and and charges the 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 uh the the crustaceans (laughs) so fucking fantastic (laughs) just oh i did one note i did make which was pretty interesting like obviously it's got a it's got a um a cliffhanger false ending uh, um where it looks like they've won the day and it looks like um it looks like uh, Saris and his ship have been destroyed, but then they have to activate the Omega 13 device, uh, the MacGuffin. Um, and uh, when Saris turns up in the bad timeline and shoots everyone, I thought it was interesting to note that Guy doesn't get shot so <laughs> <laughs> he's just standing there screaming like stuck in place and everybody else is running around and sarah shoots everybody else <laughs> but doesn't shoot guy um but yeah i thought that was funny um and then i my final note was uh mathisar is fantastic uh, that's um enrico uh color, yes. color yeah. um he is fantastic. Like sells that performance, sells that character so it's, hard. Yeah,
1: it's um, easier to, to look over look over him and the Thermians, but they are all they are all really they're all really so well. good. And yeah, he, so also good. Has, he also has one of the best one of the best lines in the in the movie. Everybody's got a stand out funny line. He is he's one of the best. Where you know, they've just explained to them the historical documents and. And gwen says you can't possibly think that gilligan's island is real <laughs> ice, ice drop. Those oh. People. <laughs>
0: oh that's amazing um what else did I, what, what other notes today that I, I have down here um oh gosh yeah i wrote that tim allen is so much better than he should have been so tim allen did not need to be this good um yeah gosh yeah, i and tony shalhoub sells yeah. super high at all times so well so they, i think a lot of personal experience
1: went into that tony so. <laughs> <laughs> just just all really want it to be great right they all they all want to pay, yeah. pay homage to to this genre
0: i think i think i read that tim allen was super into like star trek anyway so i think tim allen like came at this and he knew what he was doing and he knew that this was um uh, a thing he, mm. he 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 wasn't trying to be um he wasn't trying to make fun of this he mm. i think i think if you if you'd cast someone I, I don't know if alec baldwin like star trek but i think if you cast someone who didn't Uh, they and they would have just come at this with an arrogance of or indifference and perhaps it probably wouldn't have been such a love letter uh to to star trek it would have been something else and i think i think ultimately that's kind of what it comes back to is that everyone involved in this um had a reverence for the source material and they treated it as such and and although again uh, i've said it before that they were all willing to laugh with they weren't willing to laugh at and um I, i think that's the the major difference and that's what makes us so good um is yeah this cast this director this the script and i had a look at the script writers and they've barely done anything else um so nothing else of note at least Mm. um so it was kind of a one and done for them it would seem Uh, one of them did go on to write men in black 2 and a series of unfortunate events um but um i think i think there's there's a galaxy quest tv movie that's been announced that one of the writers is attached to but um i i, I don't see that happening that there's been discussion of like a sequel or a follow-up or a tv show about galaxy quest but it's never happened but if you want if you want a tv show of galaxy quest it's the orville which is um, which is also a love letter to tng yeah um but uh, the next generation star trek the next generation but it, yeah it's it's funny because star trek is kind of is in this weird place at the moment where you've got even Star Trek's making fun of itself with like the Lower Decks which is Rick and Morty style Star Trek mm. and uh, okay. which is fun very fun if you have if you haven't seen it um, but yeah Star Trek is in this weird stuck in nostalgia period at the minute where it seemingly doesn't want to do anything new it only wants to retread the past so um, um, mm. yeah here we are
1: well so, is there anything else we need to say about Galaxy Quest uh, I, I think we're probably we're probably um taking about as, as far into the galaxy as we need to <laughs> with that one um so you, you so gar- would you call can, this you carry on and carry on picking up picking out hilarious moments there's
0: oh there was a deleted just on deleted scenes i just wanted to bring it up there's a deleted scene um which they obviously they made some cuts for length and jokes uh, but there's a the joke about, Gwen, or the the Sigourney Weaver character, is that her, her whole part on the show is just to repeat the computer, which she immediately starts doing, and they work out that the computer won't talk to anybody but Sigourney Weaver, um, which is great, um, because, uh, uh, anyway, um, but uh, she makes a couple of notes about how um, her entire character is just this starlet, sort of like, you know, my boobs, and, but basically my character are my boobs, and... Um, yeah. There's two things that... There's a deleted scene where um, she she uses her boobs to get the aliens to back into a position where she can drop she can drop a, a bulkhead door on them ah, using the right. computer and she says to the computer computer can you give us some privacy please and and <laughs> drops this bulkhead on these two aliens <laughs> she tells them off but that's why there's a scene where she goes from like being zipped up to the neck to the next scene where she's zipped down to the navel right. effectively and she's she's all cleavage um but there's uh, in the in the end the final joke is like um in in Star Trek, the um, I forget her name, uh, but she plays uh, Deanna Troy. She plays Deanna Troy. She she complains about how she didn't actually get a uniform until like the seventh series, uh, says se- seventh season of Star Trek: The Next Generation, when she finally gets the standard blue jumpsuit that the medical the medical people wear. Yeah. And prior to that, she's in these purple tight-fitting things where she's strapped into it and corseted it in and she's got boobs coming out the top of her costume. Like, you know, it's, it's a bit of a joke. But um, in Star Trek, um, and sorry, in Galaxy Quest, the final shot of, of her in the ship is is now she has um she has more cleavage in her top so she's got this uh, square boat neck style top, yeah. uh, whereas in the original one it's a, it's an up to the neck jumpsuit. Now she's just got a cleavage top, uh, and I thought that was funny. Like it's just how do your boobs fit in this costume with a new improved boob window? That's how. <laughs> so <laughs> so she's still like yeah, it's still that starlet thing. Uh, and Sigourney Weaver said that she um, when she put on the wig she felt her IQ drop so <laughs> oh, sigourney weaver sigourney weaver so so good yeah i love sigourney weaver amazing um, all right amazing this movie ready. is amazing uh yep. this this movie is far too good for this podcast there's nothing we could do to make this um film better uh this this i think this movie is perfect i think it's it's honestly one of the absolutely. best
1: absolutely hey so yeah. we'll be we'll be back um we'll be back in another month with um yeah, with a with a, an actual verging on greatness with um i don't know we haven't we haven't chosen something but if you hey if you got a we got a movie probably will mind, shortly after this yeah uh, yeah we if you got a movie in mind hit us up on the hit us up on the socials um yep. while you're there um give us a give us a like or a subscribe yes. even better yeah
0: like um, and subscribe yeah we know there are people out there who are regularly listening to this i can see the the stats um so yeah if you're listening to us just give us that like yeah give it the like it's not hard. There's a little box. You just click it with your finger or with your mouse,
1: whichever. All right, and, yeah. uh, and thanks for listening. And sorry again for the sorry again for the delay. Um, we're gonna to, we're sorry gonna not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that bottle of that bottle of get, Jamisons was good, yo. We're gonna get back on. Our, we're gonna get back on the wagon. Get back on our monthly. Uh, get back on our monthly <laughs> recording schedule. So we'll be we'll be back soon. Um, yeah, very if good. You, if you haven't seen Galaxy Quest, go watch it. Like uh, watch it camera. today. It's watch fantastic, it. honestly. So All right, see you, Craig. See you, Mike. Bye, right, everyone. Thanks for listening.